Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot this week introduced a $12.8 billion budget for 2021. WBEZ's Becky Vivi spoke with the mayor over Zoom last night about her proposed spending plan, which includes layoffs, furloughs, and a property tax increase. So this budget at first glance appears to grow by almost $1.2 billion, but when you look deeper Almost all of that increase is due to state and federal grants. Is it risky to rely on on federal grants? Well, I think most of that that growth has been um, at the Department of Public Health. There's certainly a a measure of risk. I think we feel comfortable with the level of of funding that we receive from the federal government in terms of the grants so far. Obviously, we want more. I've been an advocate for uh, providing um, unrestricted funds uh, for revenue replacement, and we're going to keep advocating for that. Um, but look, um, public health is something that's essential in this time, and I'm, I'm grateful uh, that the CDC and HHS um, have recognized uh, that, and we've certainly uh, tried to leverage those resources as best we can. Setting aside those grants I mentioned earlier, this budget is flat year over year. But last year, the budget grew by about a billion dollars. And I'm wondering if looking back, you wish you'd done anything differently in 2020. In part, it grew uh, because we uh, made a lot of investments in people and places and neighborhoods that had been made in decades. So um, I make no apologies or investments in affordable housing, um, in mental health, uh, in homelessness prevention, and violence intervention. Look, I think there's a moral imperative for us to keep doing that, and we're urging the city council to continue those investments into 2021 and beyond. Uh, but also, there's a real dollars and cents reason why you do it. When you invest in people, particularly the early stages of life, when you spur economic development by betting on small business, when you make infrastructure improvements in neighborhoods, you're giving people more of a stake in the future in Chicago, you're growing the tax base, and you're going to get a return on that investment. You're also proposing a very large refinancing deal to close the gap for both 2020 and 2021. Your top budget officials admitted that this is scoop and toss and it pushes debt out into the future. Why fall back on that old habit that the city has had? Well, um, I, I think what I would like to say is let's, let's put it in the context of how we constructed uh, the entirety of the budget. Um, first of all, you look at $1.2 billion, which I'm told is the largest deficit ever in the history of the city, 65% of which is, is attributable directly uh, to COVID, and 100% of the gap for 2020 is attributable to COVID. We looked internally first. We started with vacancies. Then we looked at layoffs, and then we looked at furloughs. But even with all of that, it still was not enough. But the borrowing was something that the city does every year, uh, obviously, when you see the interest rates as low as they are, uh, we certainly wanted to take advantage of it. But we're being very transparent about the fact that this is a one-time measure occasioned by uh, a hopefully once-in-a-generation or once-in-a-lifetime economic meltdown. Let's talk about property taxes. This year's increase will generate $94 million, but you're also proposing to make increases automatically going forward. Do you worry about what impact that will have on not only the cost of living, the cost of housing in the city, and also just people wanting to stay in the city? Well, listen, I've been very clear that property taxes is a last resort, but this is kind of a last resort kind of budget. There are no easy choices here. If you look at 
of the average price of a home in Chicago, which is $250,000. That's a $56 increase um, annually. What we've seen over the last 20 plus years um, is no property tax increase, no property tax increase, and then this huge spike. So by being steady and transparent and having state stability and predictability, our hope is to avoid um, any kind of a huge spike in future years uh, because we're being honest with the taxpayers. We're telling them right now what's on the table. And obviously, every year, uh, there'll be a vote on that property tax increase. You announced more restrictions for bars and restaurants because COVID-19 cases are increasing. Do you worry about what a second wave of coronavirus is going to do to the budget? We are in a second wave. There's no doubt about it. You know, we model based upon current information. But if we um, have a full-fledged, months-long second wave, um, we're going to have to readjust because that will have a significant impact again our economy. Obviously, 2021, we anticipated that we would still be in COVID-19, that there would be certain restrictions, and that our economy would not fully recover until um, sometime late in the year and into 2022. But uh, God forbid we go back to seeing the kind of case surge that we saw um, earlier this year, that will have a dramatic impact on revenues. And finally, do you think you have the votes to get this budget passed? And if not, how do you plan to get support from aldermen? There are going to be some who won't vote for it. And we know, I think, have a pretty good sense of who those are. And we're going to work hard to answer questions, be responsive. We managed to 26, not to 50, not to a rubber stamp city council, but we're going to work hard to make sure that we get the numbers that we need to get this budget passed. That's WBEZ's Becky Vivi speaking with Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot on WBEZ.